On tonight's show, we have actress and entrepreneur, Amaje Hardy-Jones. And now, for your host, Cool Park. What's up, everybody? Welcome. It's episode 62, and you are kicking it with Cool Card. I am your host, Cool Card. Um... Yeah, we're back again. I told you, man. Every Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to bring you somebody on here that's going to bring you some value. We're going to have a good time tonight. I got an actress kicking it with me. Uh, Man, I met her on Instagram, all right? Met her on Instagram. I don't even know how I came across her, but we've been supporting each other. Like, she'll DM me and ask me a question. I hit her back. I'll ask her a question, so on and so forth, but we've just been supporting each other. It's just crazy. We were talking like it's crazy how social media can bring people together and you feel like you know them before you even meet them, you know? And then once you meet them, it's like, hey, what's up? You know, like we've been friends forever, whatever, you know what? Um, But to say that, she's a very good person. She's doing a lot of good things. She does community work. She's an actress. She's a host. I'm telling you, man, she's uh, she's a good burst of energy, and I love it. I'm glad that we we finally got to do this. Uh, I think I reached out to her a while ago, but we just couldn't align things. But we're both we're both busy, you know. She's doing her own thing. She ain't waiting around on me. So, uh, but I'm very very thankful, uh, very appreciative that she obliged and uh, was able to do the show. Come and kick it with your boy. So, without further ado, I'm just gonna bring her on in. We're gonna give her a little intro, like how I like to do. And her name is Amaje Hardy Jones. And you'll be seeing a lot of her. I'm telling you. Here we go. Mateo panicked and said that we shouldn't take the money. That it wasn't ours. He wanted to leave and I wanted to stay. I'm the reason we stayed. I'm the reason... My brother is dead. This is me in a nutshell. I can cook, I can clean, I'm very well organized, I'm great with kids, and your family will love me. Now, you've got five minutes to impress me. Go. Pa told me about the boy you keep rejecting at school. Now listen, it's not about boys, it's about you. And behind that serial killer-like disposition, I believe there's a moderately attractive young woman. Yes, 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 yes. Hello, Amaje. How are you doing? And welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing fantastic. I hope everyone is doing well. Hope all is well with you. God bless. <laughs> yes, yes. God bless you. God bless your heart. Girl, you're so kind for coming on the show, kicking it with your boy. <laughs> yeah, I have to, you know, show my support. You've supported me so much and vice versa. Like yes. you said before, we met via Instagram power of social media right especially power. during the times we are in now yes. but you know it's it's really cool we were able to you know connect with each other network and support each other along the way yeah definitely definitely and i had to have you on because you're doing great things um you have your own show we're gonna talk about that so that and that's even more like that's even more impressive to me because you can get people who do you know they do their podcast they do their shows or whatever and you do your thing and it's like some of them don't want to come on another podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about their brand. You know what I mean? And you can't fault them for it. But it's cool that you were able to say, hey, you know what? 
let me go on here, let me support him, he supports me, so on and so forth. You know what I mean? So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're really welcome. appreciate that. So let's jump right in. <laughs> so you're an actress. I would say you're a host. You're a host. I'd say you're entrepreneurial minded. Am I correct <laughs> about all these things? Right? Uh, you are 100% correct. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're going to talk about your acting first. So, and if you don't mind, how old are you? 19. Okay, cool. All right. So you're young, got the got your whole life ahead of you, but you're doing great things. Um, you booked a good, you, you booked a gig. We're going to talk about that. You actually booked two gigs recently. We're going to talk about those. Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll get to it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get right into that. So let's talk about how you got started. I, I read that you were doing plays earlier on. So you, you come from the stage like myself. I was a thespian. You know, and I, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to say was. Always a thespian. Always yeah. will be. Yes, that's where that's where the roots come from. So for you, you got your start in theater. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, man. I've loved acting ever since the age of two. I don't care. It's a ridiculous age. I was drawn to a television screen. I would mimic scenes, whether it was... Um, the Hammerstein, the Cinderella with Brandy and Whitney Houston, <laughs> yep. all my favorite. That was the movie that sparked my acting career. I lie to you not. And as cheesy as the movie is, which hey. is cute and adorable, I love it. That started my acting career. And like you said, I did start in theater. Um, I did a lot of church plays, a lot of church plays. Uh, okay. From doing church plays to transitioning into a, a, um, theater camp at the Kimmel Center of Performing Arts in Philadelphia, okay. you know, where you have a big stage in front of so many people. You know, it was amazing to be coached by, you know, individuals who were a part of Broadway for music, dance, for acting, you know, being a part of the Kimmel Center. They had an amazing youth program called Showstoppers. And I was a part of it from, let's say, sixth grade all the way to my junior year. Oh, and wow. Such an amazing opportunity. We did plays such as um, Grease Lightning, Aladdin, <laughs> Phantom of the Opera. We did so many things. The Wiz, of course. But, you know, every every musical we did, you know, I fell in love with acting no matter how, yeah, how many times yeah. we did, how many times I was on stage, whatever role, whether I was an ensemble or a leading lady, you know, it didn't matter to me. As long as I was on a stage and doing what I love, that's what mattered to me the most. Yeah, man. Listen, I grew up, I started out, I think I did my first stage play at like seven, <laughs> six or seven, maybe. I don't know. But for me, <laughs> and you tell me, for me, being on stage and being in that world, mm-hmm. it's almost like being on a playground. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it just takes me away. It's just something magical about it. It's just, I, I don't know. It's just a different energy that's unmatched. Just like being on set. It's just a different energy. It's like you step into a whole different, like you warp somewhere. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah, different. I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's crazy because you can't describe it. Yeah. I love how you called it a playground because I, I never viewed it in that way. However, I know exactly how you feel. Yeah. So in those moments, I can't recollect like what <laughs> happened because I'm so overwhelmed with joy and just Absolutely. I'm where I need to be. So sometimes there's a moment where I can't recollect what just happened, <laughs> but I know I just got on stage and do what I need to do and I headed backstage. Yeah. But you know, it's that that childlike feeling. Yeah, absolutely. And it and it, it, it li- Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, it's okay. I was just saying you're a kid. You're using your imagination. Yeah. And I think, you know, you, you lose yourself in the, in the performance, <laughs> but it, it lives in your subconscious though. It does. does. It really does. Like I'm telling you, there's been many times I stepped off stage and I'm like, I know I enjoyed the moment, but now it's like a blur. Mm. But I knew I delivered. I, I felt like I was on. I was in, in my in my pocket. You know what I mean. I felt like I was in pocket. I enjoyed it. I had fun. And when you feel like that, you know you delivered. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You, you know you delivered, man. So for you, like, I know for me. Like one of my biggest takeaways from from um, from theater was like projecting, having mm. that voice, right? Yeah. That was one of my biggest takeaways. But then you get to film, and they're like, "Shh, talk <laughs> like you're like one foot away from the person." Mm. You know, it's so intimate, and it's all about the eyes, and you know, so it's an adjustment. You know, so I want to ask you, like for you, when you when you transitioned from theater to doing film and commercials, what was your biggest hurdle and what was like your biggest takeaway from that? That kind of that was also it was like a tool for you to be great in film, but also it could be a hurdle for you at the same time or it could be two different things. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I mean, I totally get where you're coming from. Transitioning from theater to film is a very tricky thing. They're two different worlds. Yeah, I like like. However, I do have a deeper appreciation for film and mm -hmm. television. I, I, like you said, there's an intimacy between yeah. two actors. There's a camera dead right in front of you. However, you're supposed to relay so many emotions just with a blank face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's where the challenge begins. I don't know about you guys. I, as an actor, I love to be challenged. I love to yeah. play roles. You know, this nice demeanor young girl, I would love to play like a superhero evil villain bad cop i don't know anything um yeah. but it's in those moments where you're being challenged and even though the camera's right in front of you you have to be able to train yourself enough to channel all your emotions in your lines yeah make sure you don't project too loud because the camera's right there yep. voice has to be subtle you have to explain what you mean without being all whimsical and dramatic there's so much that goes into it. Yeah. That's that's where the love of acting is. It's, that, it's, it's such a big thing. That camera doesn't lie. The camera doesn't <laughs> lie. It picks up on all the little small intricacies. And those are the things that count. Like I mm -hmm. said, when you're acting, screen acting, TV, it's all about them eyes, man. It's all about them eyes. That's why if you notice, the good ones, they don't blink a lot. Mm. You can like sit there and like really look at the good ones. It's like they hardly ever blink. Because it's all about the eyes. That's true. It's all about the eyes. So you don't want the eyes to be distracting, but mm. you also want to be able to live through those eyes and see those emotions and those feelings and what they're thinking through the eyes. It's not all about the movement, unless it's an action film. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, it's, right. I'm telling you, man, it's just so, like, for me, it was, like, coming from theater for me, it was like, okay, just kind of, tone it down don't yeah. get so dramatic you know what i mean because yeah. all that dramatic acting i believe me personally is because the viewer is not like right here yeah they're all out yeah they're all out so you have to be big so they can see mm. when you got that camera on you you don't need all that now it becomes you're doing too much mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's like ah yeah, yeah i don't believe you you know 
type of right. thing like that. Yeah. So <laughs> you said it perfectly. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So listen, man, I um I saw that you you just got an agent. I know you've been managed. Why, mm-hmm. right? So you just yeah. got your agent. Like, how did that change things for you? Did things pick up for you? Did you start auditioning more? You know what's crazy? I actually just got off of a Zoom call from an agent. And, um, you know, it was a group call. So I was able to hear her insight and what she was talking about. And the one thing that stuck out to me, what she said was, just because you have an agent, that does not mean your whole life is going to change. (laughs) And I, I couldn't agree with her more. And when I did receive my agent, as in in 2020, a year in which we all went through a pandemic, right? Getting an agent alone was an act of God. I don't, I don't care who says it. I was struggling to get an agent for six years, been trying my hardest, got one during a pandemic. Okay, God, I know you're in the works. Mm-hmm. Now, what was amazing? I was actually auditioning for pilots i was auditioning for series regular roles i was auditioning for feature films and it got to the point where i was like oh god this is what it's like (laughs) is this it i'm a little paranoid like they were coming back to back to back Mm -hmm. started getting overwhelming if i were to be honest i started to feel and belittle myself you know you know as a christian you know i don't want to belittle myself i have a god who i serve (laughs) right how dare I belittle myself for the great things that he'll do. But I, I really started doubting myself. But was it, let me ask you this. Was it, was it because of the work? Was it? That's, that's the crazy thing. It was just, it got so overwhelming. Like this is what I hoped and dreamed, dreamed for, dreamt for. So it was too much at one time. It was, it was, but then, you know, I had to reel myself back in, take myself at that, out of that state of worry and just do it, yeah. do it. And I was starting to get callbacks. I was starting to get booked, mm-hmm. starting to walk in the path that he, the creator, has created for me. Yes. So, you know, always reel yourself out of that that state of doubt. It's a, it's a dreary place and that's not where actors need to be. Let me tell you this. The easiest way to reel yourself out of that is think about all your friends, mm. all the actors, all your peers, who haven't had an audition in months. Yeah, yeah. That'll take that right away. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been there too. So you have to remember those days like, man, where are the auditions? Why can't I get an audition? Sheesh, I went through years not I'm getting an telling audition. telling you, listen. <laughs> you know, being born and raised in Philly, they ain't much in film and television. I'll tell you that right now. You know, you got your short films left and right. You want the real stuff, you know. I was yeah. hungry for those series regular pilots yeah. to take off and feature films to start coming along to me. However, you know, just reflecting on the journey, I, I wasn't ready for it yet. To be upfront and blatant. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, that's I a test. Familiar where I was in, you know, where I'm at in Philly. Yeah. Use what I know here to take with me when and God I say when. I moved to LA <laughs> and I started booking legit work out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll let you know real quick if you're ready or not. That's for sure. And I'm telling you, I've had an agent for years and there, there are spells where I'll go, no auditions, no auditions, but it doesn't phase me anymore. 
it doesn't phase me anymore because I've been doing it for so long, you know, and it's like, I know it. I know what it is. Like when I lived in New York, I'll tell you this. When I lived in New York, I had an agent and I was going on a lot of auditions for films. Like I'll say this. I don't think I've ever told anybody this too much, but uh, remember the movie Finding Forrester? Yes. Okay. Sean Connery, the little black kid. I don't even know the guy's ah. name. What's his name? Sean. His name was like Sean something, right? The black. Yeah. I know Sean. I don't know the last name, but I know yeah. what film you're talking about. Okay. So it was him, myself, and another guy. The last final three people. Mm-hmm. And we and we all had what it took. Mm-hmm. The book. We all had it. And, the, and the, the casting director told us, like, you guys have basically booked this role. All three of you. Now what we're going to do is have Sean Connery sit down and watch your auditions and he's going to decide who he feels he will have the best chemistry with. And he picked that guy. That right there changed my life. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why it changed my life. Because I did have self-doubt before then. Mm. Because I wasn't booking. And I didn't even book that. But I'm telling you, listen, this is what it did for me. It let me know I was enough. It let me know that I had what it took to book a major gig like that, of that caliber. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it, but it wasn't up to me. I, I had done my work mm-hmm. and it was enough. But Sean Connery felt that he would have better chemistry with that guy. Mm-hmm. What, can, what can you say about that? You can't be mad about that. Like that was such a confidence booster because before then, man, I was going to auditions and I would leave and I'd be like, man, I should have did this. I should have did that. Why did I do this? I could have said this better. I could, you know, like you're just questioning yourself. You're beating yourself up. You want the gig. You're thirsty. You're desperate. And -hmm. I'll tell you this too. Casting directors, they know when you're desperate. They They do. It reads through like a, (laughs) like glass, like they can see it. Yes. Yes, they can. I'm telling you. And so that changed my life. Like I stopped caring. I stopped caring about walking into the audition, coming out and and wanting to know whether I'm going to book it or not. I just started moving on my life because I used to just wreck my brain like, oh, my God, I want this, man. I hope they call me. After that moment, I was like, you know what? I'm good enough. I did the work. I'm going to stop worrying. I'm going to stop beating myself up. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to lay it down on the line. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go on with my life. I'm going to let them interrupt my life if they call me and book me. But I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Yeah, you know yeah, that's saying? a big thing. That's a big thing. Let yeah. it go once you finish auditioning. Let it go. Let it go. You and will bury yourself in in scenarios that are happening in your head, but they're yes. not happening in real life. Yeah. It's You'll always see- worse in your head than what it really is. Always. It's- it is. It is. And oh my gosh, I'm still learning this. I'm not a pro. Yeah. I'm doing the work, but I'm not a pro. And I'm still learning these things as we're talking. Yeah. You know, yeah. not being wrapped up in, oh my God, they didn't like me. They didn't call me back yet. Oh my gosh, they're not going to pick me. No. The reason, you know, you auditioned in front of them. That's enough. That's, That's enough. You do. Now, whether they pick you or you don't, has nothing to do with you. It really doesn't. Has nothing to do with you. <laughs> if you go in there and you lay it down on the line, I'm gonna tell you right now. If you made it to the room, they saw something. They you know, did. Or they knew of like something. They, something they saw, or I don't know if they saw you real. I don't know if they just took a you know you had the look and you came in there. But at the end of the day, you were good enough to make it to the room. So just know that if you've done the work, you gotta trust your work. You gotta go in there. You gotta lay it on the line. You have to be carefree. Mm-hmm. 
go in there with confidence but not arrogance because they pick up on that too just mm. go in there and just show them that hey you know what this is the mentality i have right now because i'm a grown man that right i'm a grown man but back in the day when i was a kid and i was doing it you know i didn't have too many things and i, I wanted that to kind of you know propel my life and to mm. take me out right but now i'm a grown man so guess what i guess what my mentality is now when i go in there i have a life outside of acting right I can pay my bills. I can take trips. I can take my family out to dinner. I can whatever, right? right? But when I go in there, regardless whether I book that or not, that doesn't change anything I got going on outside of that room. Mm. When I leave that room, I'm still gonna be able to go to pay. I'm still gonna be able to pay my bills. I'm still gonna be able to take my trips. I'm still gonna be able to provide for my family. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Yes, if I book it. It, it could propel me into a whole nother atmosphere or whatever, or stratosphere yeah. in that career or even a tax bracket or whatever, you know, but that's what, what I do it for. But mm. what I'm saying to you is it doesn't make a difference on my life if you book me or not at that moment. So I'm not going to worry about it because guess what? When I walk yeah. out that door, I'm still living my life. I'm still happy. I can still <laughs> go take my trips. I can still go enjoy my family. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, that really comes down to your why. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Doing it for approval. Are you doing it because your family's forcing you? Are you doing it because it's your 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 bread, your reason for paying off those bills? Right. That's why, as a creative, it's so important to have other, you know, sources of yes. creativity to surround yourself with. You know, I would die if all I did was acting because I would constantly wrap myself in worry all the time yeah that's why i created different things i created my own content i created a platform for myself in which inspires people instead of actors worrying all the time but i'm sure we'll yeah. get into that in a bit i don't want to spill too much yeah 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 <laughs> we're, we're gonna get into that but i will say this you're exactly right though because i learned from a good friend of mine his name is deja ashwood phenomenal actor phenomenal guy he does so much film director everything he's a writer he does everything trust me shout out to deja ashwood if you're watching I'm telling you, listen, I learned this from him. Let an audition interrupt you. Let a booking interrupt you. You cannot sit around waiting on these people to call you because if you know that you went in there and did the work, it's not on you anymore. You could be too dark. You could be too short. Mm. Your left eye could be too closed. You know what I'm saying? You could be shorter than the girl. They don't like that half the time. You were too skinny. You were too big. Who knows why they didn't book you? But it's not on you. You right. did the work. So now go outside and create you a show like you're doing, like I have. Do mm -hmm. other things and let a booking or let an audition interrupt your life. Mm. Facts. And I don't got you... much to say to that. <laughs> I'm telling you. And they pick up on that too. Like when you walk into that room and it's like, I'm going to give you what I got. I did the work. I'm not going to bring you trash. I, I'm going to give you what I got. And it is what it is. They pick up on that confidence and they know. And they'll book you because of that. Mm, they'll so book true. you. They'll book you because they know, hey, guess what? I guarantee you, this guy, when he comes to set, he's going to be professional. He's not going to be a groupie to the bigger name actors. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? He's probably gonna he's gonna do the work. He's gonna be professional. He's probably gonna keep to himself. He's gonna be polite, and he's gonna be confident in his work. And he's gonna deliver. They'll book you because of that. Mm. 
Yeah, you don't want to book the role. You want to book the room, guys. Book Absolutely. Room. Preach. Preach, girl. You're preaching. You're spitting right now. <laughs> guys, I don't care about the role. Especially don't if we care. keep saying it. Don't dread on it. Yeah. Save yourself so much doubt and worry. Just keep doing you. That's all yeah, you got to do. Exactly. But let's talk about you booking. Because you booked the movie. I did. You booked the movie. <laughs> let's talk about it. So you oh. booked. Fells High, right? Yes, Fells High. Fells High starring Amari Hardwick, Elise Neal, what's mm -hmm. the guy, Mark? Mark John Jeffrey, I believe. Yes. Yep, John Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. So, tell us about this process. How was the audition? Mm. How was being on set? Did you work with any of them? Were you in any, in, in any scenes with those actors? How did, what, what takeaways did you get? I'm giving you a bunch of questions. I want you to just run them back to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So how was the experience of just being on set? And I know, like you said, you've been doing it for six years, but you just got your agent and you just started really, really going hard at the auditioning and you booked this film, featured film, like give us that experience. Oh Lord. Um, this, this story is unreal. Every time I come back to it and think about it. Guys, when I say it is about networking, it is about networking. So this film was shot in Philadelphia. Luckily, I was I'm born and raised here. And the opportunity was presented to me as, you know, they were looking for background actors. So I was just like, all right, I need to be creative again. I need to do acting again. I need to submerge myself into something. So I submitted my headshot and resume. I'm like, here background work hopefully i'll get a call back or something for background and um i i got a um email back from a good friend of mine who was the casting director oh wow i didn't know he was the casting director for this film he was like okay okay you want to do background okay so <laughs> he submitted myself to my information to the director of the film kevin j nelson mm -hmm. And he was like, we want to book her for a role. Wow. I'm sitting there in absolute shock. Like, sir, <laughs> I submitted for a background. I wasn't expecting a legit role. So the casting director calls me and is like, yeah, they want to give you the role of Cola. And I'm just like, don't play with me. Because <laughs> wow. to be a background actor. And they was like, no, they want you to be a, a, a character, your actual character. You have two scenes, three scenes, they they want you in in two weeks. Can you do it? Right then and there, I said, yes. Yes. I of course, without thought, whatever you, whatever else you got going on, I, you'll figure it out. Exactly, exactly. So, of course, I had to do the COVID test. Um, of course, they sent me the script, and I fell in love with Cola, the character. She's a total opposite of who I am, which is super, super cool. Yeah. Playing the opposite of me, the yeah. sweet demeanor person to a rough tough you know do what i say type of person yeah and you know playing a character like her it, it was mind-blowing being on set was mind-blowing you know the actors there they was it was a it's a it's a film based off of a philly high school okay and i don't want to give too much away that's all i'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> but, you know, a, a lot of the actors around me were, you know, 20, 25. I was kind of, um, I believe I was like the youngest actor there, you know, being 19. Mm. But everyone there was so professional. The amount of professionalism there was unmatched. The, they were so supportive of me, you know. Of course, I had to knock out the scene in one good take. They were <laughs> like, oh, 
okay, let's just do two more for safety. Let's go. And, you know, cool. It was cool hearing from the director saying, you know, thank you so much for being a part. It was cool, you know, just being surrounded by those people, you know, being able to be in the film with Elisa Neal, Mark John Jeffries, and Mari Hardwick, you know, just to be in their presence. Yeah. You know, having my name attached to that film and pouring myself into it as, you know, the crew and cast pour themselves into the film as well. But it, it's a crazy story and it blows my mind every time I speak on it, when I reflect on it, because it just proves that in a matter of time, no matter where you are, no matter what happens, you know, things will come in alignment sooner than later and connections always grow. You know, honestly, I didn't audition, guys. I didn't audition at all. He looked at my demo reel, my headshot, and my resume. It was like, yes. Wow. And I'm telling you, man. Like that. That just says so much, man. I, anybody watching this who's acting and who's going through some things, they're not booking or they're not getting these auditions, like that right there should just give you a boost of courage, like a boost mm. of something to let you yeah, know. I know. That and just to remind y'all, this was possible. filmed during quarantine. This was filmed during quarantine. Right. Two week, two weeks. In two weeks, they they shot this film. Wow. In two weeks, two weeks. Lamari Hardwick in <laughs> and let him do his X, Y, and Z films and say his role. I mean, say his lines and do his role and flew him back and rap. Wow. Not professionalism that was there was just unmatched. So I knew I had to, you know, come with my A-game. I knew that for sure. Yes. And you deliver it. And they're going to remember you. That director is going to remember you. Oh, they already. (laughs) It's so funny because a good, um, someone on set, uh, just follow me on Instagram and everything and just, you know, DM'd me saying like, yo, you killed it on set. Like you did so good. And he used hashtag one take Jones and I <laughs> literally started dying. It was just, it was so nice to, you know, hear words of encouragement like that. You yeah. know, it lets you know that you're doing the right thing. You're doing this because you love it. And, yeah. you know, people recognize professionalism, you know, especially when your heart and soul is into it. They recognize professionalism. Yeah. So my question is, how did that change you? So like I was telling you, like with the whole finding Forrester for me, I didn't book it, but it changed me. How did, how did it change you? It had to have changed you. You're just getting into the game. I mean, you've been doing it for six years, but mm-hmm. on this major level right here, you're just getting into the game. You just mm-hmm. got your agent. How did it change you? What did it do to you as a person? Like internalize that. Maybe you haven't even really internalized it, but maybe this question will make you internalize it and bring it out of you. Like what, what did it do for you? It had to do something for you. Eh, whew made me feel grateful it proved to me yet again that god has my back sorry i'm speaking a lot about god i don't know we talk about god on this show okay (laughs) we talk about god on this show girl i pray every day all day and talk about god all the time god gets the glory on here girl go ahead (laughs) yeah just saying there's a god who has my back he has this journey for me, he has the journey for you. He has the journey for viewers. He proved to me that I can give you a role in a feature film during a pandemic. It will shoot quick. You will have X, Y, and Z lines. They will remember you. You will keep going. And not even have to audition. Don't and leave that out. 
audition. Who does the that? Friend, exactly. Who, Who does that? Much trust. You know, that much trust to play a role with so many notable names in it. Yes. You know, yeah. it, it, it it humbles me to a certain extent. Because in all honesty, I'm hesitant in talking about things I book. Even though I post it on Instagram, I'm kind of like, all right, I got to toss my phone away because I can't focus on all the comments. I can't do that. Yeah. But it gives me a sense of humbleness. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. And it makes me want to go harder, regardless mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. how many years it will take. I don't care if it takes 15, 20 years until I book another feature film. Like that's how, that's how bad I want it. Yeah. This is how much I want it. And you know, I, I, I don't see a different career path for me other than this. So it's going to be yours. It's yours. It's, it's yours already. It's yours <laughs> already. You just have to do it enough. I'm telling you. So many people, people, this is what people got to understand too. People look at things or these obstacles in their lives, right? Mm -hmm. And they do have self-doubt because they see so many before them that have failed. But then they also see examples of success. Mm -hmm. But why is there more stories about failure than success? And the only thing that separates them is either I'll say one or two things. Maybe it just wasn't for you. God yeah. didn't. Re God didn't really have that for you. You were chasing something. It really wasn't for you. You might have had a little talent in it, but it really wasn't for you. So it didn't pan out. Mm -hmm. Or I just simply gave up. You simply quit before God was ready for you to have it. You simply quit. It's one or two things. Because yeah. if you do it enough, I'm telling you, whatever you define success as is what you define success. But you will have some success in that field if you just do it enough. You may not ever be on a big blockbuster in a big blockbuster, big blockbuster film, but Sounds I guarantee you, you'll either make it to Netflix, you'll be on Amazon Prime, you'll be on Hulu, you'll be on network TV. You're going to do something. Mm -hmm. But can you see success in that? Because I see success in that. There's people that never book anything. Ask them, is that success? Ask them, would they die to have that opportunity? So it's just all about the repetition. If you if you really, really dedicate yourself and really do the work. See, there's a lot of people out here lying to themselves, too. Because they'll talk about they grind all day. They don't sleep. They work so hard. But they really don't do any of that. They really mm. don't do enough. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's there's something in you. And there's nobody but God speaking to you. But there's something in you that's going to let you know if you're doing enough or not. You, it's, you know if you're lying to yourself. You know if you're really working as hard as you say you're working. You know mm. that. And you, you And you can fool others by putting pics on the gram and doing whatever you want to do. But only you, when you lay down at night, you really know. If you laid it out on the line every single day or not, you know, mm. and can you be proud of that? Mm. And if you can't, you're probably one of the ones that give up eventually because you're just not willing to do the work. Yeah. Guys, you know what don't, I'm saying? don't give up. Keep going. You can't Keep give going. up. You can't give up. Mm. Now, what about this voiceover work you just booked too? <laughs> Work. Yeah, I know, but oh, God, like I can't explain.
explain it. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, voiceover, I, I did on Actors Access. Um, if any of you guys are unfamiliar with it, it's an amazing platform for yes, it actors. Is. Book, work, you know, anywhere. They have demographics of where you can, you know, audition <laughs> for regions, all that type of jazz. They got yes. you. Invested in it. It's a good investment. It is. Um, I, you know, my um, my manager was like, hey, just audition for this. I want to see, you know, if you can dabble with voiceover. And I was just like, okay, I'll try it. My first time ever doing a voiceover audition for, um, excuse me, for BuzzFeed. And, um, you know, I submitted it in. I didn't hear anything back for a month. So I was just like, all right, didn't book it. Let's just keep moving. Mm-hmm. Two days ago, I received an email from a casting director. I'm just like, okay, good <laughs> sign. Saying, hey, we noticed that you sent an audition for this voiceover in particular. However, we saw you more fit for this project that we have coming up in March. Um, we yes, would love to book you. That's how it goes. Audition. They wanted to book me right then and there. And I'm sitting here to myself like, God, you know I have no training with voiceover. <laughs> Why would you send this to me? Without, I, without even questioning, I accepted the role. I informed my manager and my agent, like, hey, guess who's a voiceover actor? <laughs> and, you know, I told my whole family. They were thrilled. They were shocked. And, yeah, you know, casting directors, they remember you if you do a they good do. job. They pick they you for the role right then and there, but they keep you in mind. Yeah. They're like, all right. She ain't fit this part, but let's put her over here. Let's save her for later. And yes. then in there, it happened. Absolutely. I'm starting to see a trend. What's up? You're not auditioning and you're getting all this work. Yeah, it's, it's scary. <laughs> it's scary, but I know it's in God's will. Even though it's a bit intimidating, you just know it's God because he ain't going to tell me to audition. You don't want me to audition one more time just to make sure. <laughs> right. They're just like, no, nah, we want to book you right then and there. And that's a that's a humbling experience again. That's a blessing oh. in disguise again. You know. Yeah. God had his God has his hand on you. He he does. It's coming. It's coming. Whatever you whatever you desire in the world of in the field of acting, it's coming for you. Oh just know that. So just know that. You said something though about these casting directors, and I want to speak on that, you know, for anybody watching that's acting. Mm. These casting directors, they really do. They really do remember you. So it's it's good to know how to audition professionally. Mm-hmm. See, auditioning is an art. You could, be the, you could be the best actor in the world, but if you don't know how to audition, you'll never make it to set. And that's true, because I know a lot of great actors, even myself. I don't always book, right? And there's some things that I know that I could get better at in the audition room, auditioning room, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To start booking more. I know these things. And those are the things I'm going to work on as an actor and as a, as a man. And I can be truthful with myself. I'm always transparent with myself. So Good. there's yeah. things, you know what I mean? Tra- like, even though I have all this knowledge, sometimes you can step into that room and you really do lose yourself. And you're like, you know what? I didn't hit all the marks that I know I should have hit. Mm. That, that, could, that could be critical for you, right? So yeah. what I'm saying, so what I'm saying is, with these casting directors, they remember you. And if they see good work, they will request you and request you and request you. Why? Because don't forget, they have a job to do. And they do. 
they have a job to do and they want to keep that job. They want these directors to keep coming back to them to cast their films because they can entrust in them that they're going to bring me good talent to you. Mm. Now, if this casting director always brings eh, talent to the table, the, the director's not going to keep coming back to that casting director to mm. cast his films. So the casting director's going to go, you know what? I got Amaje. I got Eric. I, got mm-hmm. the, I can count on them. They know the people that they can count on to bring good work. They do. Regardless if they're going to book it or not, they can be satisfied and confident and knowing that you will come into the room. You're going to be professional. You're going to bring your A game. You're going to lay it on the line. The director, he may say you're a fit or he may not, but what he can't say is that you didn't bring it. You weren't good. So what the, so this is the thing, man, you have to make these, you have to make these directors and these casting directors see that you can solve their problem because their problem is mm-hmm. trying to find the right person to play the role to bring that character to life can you solve that problem for them and mm. sometimes it's yes but you still don't book it mm-hmm. yes I like, the way, I like the way you think of it yes problem solver like i don't think a lot of actors realize we're we audition to yeah to solve, solve their problem <laughs> say yes. the least you know they need us not to sound cocky but they need us more than we need them yeah not to say it in a cocky they manner do. but you know they want to see you succeed and i think that's what most actors forget and that's where you know fear comes in like mm-hmm. oh did i do good they 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 appreciate you auditioning yeah you know, they're they rooting for you, you. Yep, they're, they're rooting. rooting for you. They want you to be like, they want you to come into that room. And they're like, oh man, give it to me. Please give it to me. Please give it to me. Don't come in here like the average actor and give me what the last 50 people did. They wrote, they they, they did exactly what was on the paper. They read the slag lines and they did exactly what those said. Like paint your own picture, mm-hmm. solve their problem and give them art. You have to give them a whole new palette. You have to give them something and they might be like, you know what? I didn't see that character like that, but I like what he just did. Right. Do that again. Wait, hold on. Let me see you do that again. Right? I'm telling you. That's how it goes. And but I'm telling you, listen, you can solve a problem, but you still may not book the job. Why? Because somebody else can solve that problem too. And they may fit that role just a little bit more. Just a little bit more than you. And they'll go with that person. But I'm telling you, if you know that you are doing the work. You're getting those hours in of, of study, which is classes in our in our field, and you're mm-hmm. doing the work. Just trust the process, man. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It is. it is. It is. And, you know, that whole flavor of what you can bring to the table, how can you paint your canvas, you know, for individuals who are watching, they're curious, what can I bring to the table? Bring yourself. Yes. Only one you. It's yes. Only you way you view the world you have a way in which you may view a particular yeah. role that to them and you might blow them away yeah you might be the one saying well you might make the casting director say i ain't do it like that but jesus all right right exactly that's how they remember you because you gotta understand when they give you those sides that's what they envision right that's what they envision <laughs> but they're not telling you you have to be that they want you to be you but 
just bring you into that life that they have in their mind mm-hmm. and then boom you have a, you have a character yeah because you have you have so many people who are you know there's so many roles in the in the film and movie industry you got the writers who have their own depiction of the character you have the director with his own envision of the character then you got the actor yes who has their own envision of the character yes the job as the actor is to take the character description, whatever they give you, take what is on the side. So what the writers typed out. Mm-hmm. And it's your job as an actor. It sounds intimidating, but it's actually a lot of fun. It is. Create that in in human form. Breathe life into the lines. You yeah. know, it's a real fun and creative process, but it takes a lot of work and dedication. Oh and man, I, listen. Yeah. From a cerebral standpoint, <laughs> it's tiring. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, your mind could be so exhausted mm. after an audition or just trying to figure out choices. Because it's it's not like we make it sound easy, like just be yourself and all that. But it's really not that easy. It really isn't. But it is at the same time. Because yes, you want to be yourself, but you still gotta do the job. You still got to make choices. You really have to break down that script and see what the the writers are intending mm. in the scene. And you want to give them that, but then you also want to give them you, and you also want to give them something they didn't think about. You want to give them something they didn't see, but it still has to be relevant to the scene. And mm. then that's when the magic happens, because now you're not like the last 50 people that came into the room. Now... Mm. You're Eric, you're Amaje bringing something different that they've never seen before. You know what I mean? Don't so point of that point of this conversation is don't be the average actor because I'm telling you the average actor is going to read the script. They're going to read the slag lines. Mm-hmm. Which which you know I me mean? understand what I'm saying about the slag lines, the instruction lines. Eric mm-hmm. walks into the bar, sits down, Throws a twenty on the on the bar and says, "Give me a drink." That type of the slag lines. So, don't read it line for line. Don't mm-hmm. take it for face value. You have to dig because sometimes there's code in those lines. Like you have to know what the, what they intend. Mm-hmm. It's not all face value, but you gotta you gotta discover. You gotta make discoveries. You gotta bring it to life and then show them something. Show them you and then show them something that they didn't intend. Precisely. Yeah. That's when the magic happens. I agree with Eric. Ten percent. <laughs> yes, everything you said. It's it's the truth, guys. It's yes, truth. absolutely. I um. So I'm a fan of your show. Aspire to inspire. Yeah. And your show, your show is a lot like mine, but it's not because you focus on industry professionals. Mm-hmm. And you're 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 bringing value to the end user. You're also celebrating celebrating the the guest, right? Mm-hmm. Giving them their roses. It just talk about your show. Oh talk man, aspire to inspire my baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, for viewers watching, aspire to aspire is an interview platform created to highlight industry professionals um man what a blessing this this idea that i had to create aspire to inspire has been 
Um, the idea came up from, I was listening to a live with uh, William Catlett. He stars on so many shows. He's his most, his most recent is um, uh, CW Black Lightning. Okay. Um, he, he was on a live and he was talking about what do you have to offer to the world if acting was taken away from you? What else do you have that represents who you are and what you do and how you want others to, you know, to see you, to view you? Yeah. And yeah. I got really emotional after that because, you know, I want to represent good. I want to, I want to inspire people. And, you know, with that in mind, I was like, okay, inspire. A lot of people come up to me and say, you're inspiring. You inspire me, Maj. You do this, you do that. You know, I want, I can't wait to see you do great things. Yeah. And yeah. I sat with myself for a while. I remember I was just writing, just writing and just being like, all right, can I do? And I've been told a lot. I have a great speaking voice. I, you know, the way I carry myself and it can be told in the way I talk, even though I'm mumbling my words right now. But. <laughs> You know, just the way you present yourself. It's it's a great demeanor. People like that. Yes. So I took that into thought. Then I took, you know, we're in a pandemic. How can I reach out to various people with this idea of mine? And then, you know, prayer and just writing, it came to me, aspire to inspire. And I was so, so anxious in getting my first guest. <laughs> it was so scary because I'm like, I ain't like these professionals. They they booking work. I I ain't even really scratched the surface yet. So I'm sitting here like, all right, God, who do you want me to interview? And you know, I'm going back on shows I'm watching. And I'm just like, him, her. Right. That kid. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because it originally started as a um, Instagram lives. But yeah. it's uh, currently transitioned because I went in a more professional-based platform. Yeah. So I will never forget this. I reached out to uh, Christopher Emanuel. Shout out to him. He's a very sweet soul. He has a very old soul. And um, I met him through a workshop at um, my acting classes via okay. Zoom. He's a guest speaker. And I was just like, he's the first one. He, I'm going to ask him. So, <laughs> uh, Christopher Emanuel, he's, he plays TC in Black Lightning okay. on CW. And, you know, I watched Black Lightning. I've seen his work. He's legit. Very legit. Very, a very profound actor at such a young age. And I remember just sent that DM like, hi, Christopher. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of starting this new virtual platform and. I really want to aspire other actors, especially during a pandemic. I just feel as though positivity needs to be put into our world at this moment. Would you like to be a part? Yes or no? Send. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I did it. And I was just like, okay, now I'm just waiting for a response. I lied to you not. Like five minutes later, he's like, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, ah! <laughs> sure. Oh, okay, sure. Um, I told him a date. I told him a time. We did it. It was my first IG live with Aspire to Inspire. I was able to ask him about his journey, how he got from theater to being TC on Black Lightning. Yeah. And after that live was over, I knew exactly what I needed to do next. Like this, this turned into something 
bigger than whatever I thought Aspire to Inspire would be. Mm -hmm. So it was a blessing because right after Chris came, someone else came, a Johnny Carr. He's he's actually, um, he stars in the new movie that came out, Judas and the Black Messiah. He's in that film. Um, I don't know the role he plays, but he's one of a one of the, I don't wanna say lead, he's one of the characters in it. Oh. And it was just amazing wow. because I interviewed him in what, May? Wow. And he grew so much within that time span from when I met him to what he's doing now. And that's why I create Aspire to Inspire, to hear stories like theirs. Yeah. You know, I've also interviewed uh, Daisha Nelson, who stars in Netflix Holiday Rush, a cute Christmas movie. So, so, so cute. Um, I also interviewed Raven Farrell, who stars in Lifetime movie um, Stolen by My Mother. I've also had the opportunity of interviewing so many people from Disney Channel, Travis Wolf Jr. And it, it just started rolling in and rolling in. And yeah. I don't like saying all this and spitting out a bunch of names from people who are from X, Y, and Z shows just to brag. No, these, these people were like coming. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. I just knew this is what I, I needed to do. Yeah. And this is what I was put on this earth to do. But uh, yeah, I blabbered all the way through that. But that's I'm because saying, I'm energetic and I'm really, really passionate about it. Listen, when it's for you, it's for you. And he, he's going to make he's gonna make it make it for you. He's mm-hmm. going to make it for you. That's it. Mm-hmm. So true. That's so it. True. He's going to make room for you. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Because who do you know is going to book all of these people who are on television? From Jump. Mm. Right? From Jump. Like, it's just rolling in for you. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, you know, I say this because I want to inspire people with my story. I don't want to just brag to y'all about what I do. No. I want you to take what I say and just let let it be known that you can do this too. You can create your own podcast. Like we are literally in the times where we need to create our own things. I don't yeah. care. I don't care what it may be. Uh, short film. Do it. Right. You know, Malcolm and Marie, I don't know why this popped into my head. That was a short film with a crew of 22 people. <laughs> Zendaya's story and her heard her talk about this and it was a it was a crew of 22 people yeah in and one you, location right they shot that whole thing inside the house yeah yeah and it, it's, it's such a great film I'm not even gonna talk about that but yeah it's it, it's we're in a time where we need to create our own stuff it is so important that we do it now yeah. and and the tools are there and it mm-hmm. doesn't take much it doesn't take much it doesn't it, take much you know like really- you're really serious about it you're willing to invest in it if it doesn't take much if you need to buy that extra light do it right if you need to buy a suitable backdrop do it do it no yeah. it's to invest in you and you know whatever you invest in god will reap it and sow it and give it back to you you know absolutely and on that note we're gonna cut to a clip of you in action <laughs> oh no okay <laughs> here we go <laughs> I want to dive a little bit deeper into being an actor. Okay. I believe a lot of people talk about the success of an actor and no one highlights the hard work that needs to be put in. So if you can explain your journey of how you got to 
how you got to being from an aspiring actor saying, I want to be an actor to actually doing the work. What was your journey like? Can I tell you the journey is still going? Like I realize you really never get to that point of the journey is complete. Mm -hmm. Even when you're a huge working actor on a huge show, there's still more of the journey that you, you have to walk. Um, I honestly, it's been a lot of work, a lot of auditions, a lot of memorizing. Um, my mother, she sacrificed a lot in order for me to go after my dreams. She, you know, she completely put her life aside for me. Mm. And I'm so thankful for her for that. Um, it's a lot people don't know just to get, just to get, you know, let alone a lead role, but just to get like a guest star role where, you know, you kind of pop in, it takes years for casting directors to trust you and for you to get to that point of where they actually want you on set just mm. as a guest star. Yes. In action. She, ah, she was speaking facts. Sorry. Speaking facts. Lord Jesus, she was speaking facts. That's why I took that clip right there. Yeah, um, people need to hear that. Guys, yeah, the person you do, you guys just watched, that's um Jada Benjamin. She's I can't even list all of her credits. She's that good. She's appeared on Disney Channel so many of times and she has that young face. However, she's like 20, 20 above and she's, you know, still being considered for those type of roles, the young, you know, energetic high schooler type of roles. Uh, I, I can't even list all of her like her credits because she's still going. You know, I, I, she's been doing this for a very long time. And I loved hearing her story because although she's been involved in so much, she's still going because yeah. she sees herself as deeply and she sees herself as, you know, a person who's going to star along the greats. Like Denzel, she really wants to work with Denzel Washington. Yeah, and I heard it. I heard it. Individuals like Viola Davis and you know those greats. We want to be so much, and it was just inspiring hearing her story and just hearing that little snippet that made my whole day. Yeah, that was powerful right there because you, like you said, she's done a lot of work. She's and she's doing the work, but she's mm -hmm. letting you know just to get a guest star appearance. It takes a lot. People have to and they have to trust you with yeah. that. You know, and I was talking to, like, I, I mentioned my, my, my good friend, uh, Dejour. He was saying the same thing. He was like, man, you know, I've been doing all these day player roles. And then finally, finally, I get a reoccurring role. And he was like, but you have to. He's like, what I found out when I went on set and I spoke to some people, they were telling me, like, these casting directors and these directors really have to know that they can trust you with that role. And once you get that. Now, guess what? Another door opens up. Now they know you can do it. You go on set, you deliver, they know you can do it. Now they're going to start requesting you for all these reoccurring roles. And that's what's happening with him now. You know, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it just takes time. And it's a numbers game. It really takes time. Like, mm -hmm. like I was telling you about um, the casting director out here, George Pierre. Like, he keeps requesting me right now. He keeps requesting me. He keeps requesting me. I haven't booked anything with him. But he keeps requesting me. That lets me know that he believes in my work. Mm. That lets me know that he has confidence in my work, that he knows that I'm going to present something that a director can say, okay, I can respect that. It may not be 
you know what I want right now or it doesn't fit or whatever it may be but he knows I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring my A game I'm gonna be professional I'm gonna deliver something some good work you know what I mean so it's a numbers game it is don't give up the good fight yeah don't give up (laughs) please don't please (laughs) consistency I can't stress this enough yeah consistency and getting in their faces so many of times that they're going to have to trust you eventually. Yeah. The casting director is going to have to trust you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Real quick before we get out of here, let's uh, tell us a little bit about like your, your community work. I know you're. Oh yeah. 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 Honestly, the secret of life guys being of service to other people. I can't stress this enough. I, I can't be where I am without serving others. I really can't. Yes. So, um, I am, (laughs) <laughs> a part of a, a wonderful nonprofit um, called Philly Youth. It's basically a, a nonprofit organization that fights against the stigmas of African American young boys and girls based in Philadelphia. Not gonna lie, generally, you know, kids born and raised in Philadelphia already just stating that may have some type of bad connotation or some bad reputation just because they're born and raised from Philadelphia. That is not always the case. Um, I think this nonprofit, it, 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 it truly is amazing. It's a fundraiser. We do fundraisers. We actually just did a recent um, fundraiser t- uh, for T-shirts. And it says, I make Philadelphia a better place. Um, and, you know, we were able to give back to people. We do annual back to school drives. However, we weren't able to do one this year. <laughs> I was so upset. Yeah. But um, due to COVID. But we are having one in 2021. Uh, that's exciting. Um, I know we also do, <laughs> we also do, um, trips, international trips to, um, okay. Lease. uh, I know next, next year. So not 2021, but 2022, hopefully, or even 2023, we are planning on going to Costa Rica. Now, mm. if you guys are interested in being a part of Philly youth, whether you want to be a member, want to be involved in things that we are doing, uh, follow us or at Philly underscore youth. Uh, you can also search us up online, www.phillyyouth.com. Uh, yeah. If you guys want to learn more, all of our stats and news and updates are up there. It's an amazing nonprofit. I'm, I'm super glad to be a part. It's, you know, I'm glad to be a part of it. My aunt's the founder of it. So props to her, Monique Hill. Okay. She's fantastic. You know, this came out of her heart. This is her tribute or her attribution to the world. You know, she wants to take action and stand against the stereotypes, you know, people have in Philadelphia. But she's doing the right thing. And I'm just really glad she considered me to be a part and be a member of this nonprofit organization. Yeah, she's doing God's work. Everybody has 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 something to do for God. And that's that's her. That's her work. That's God's work. It is. And and you as well by being a part of it. Thank you know, because you, you want to give back, you want to help people, so you want to pour into people, and you're doing that. So I, I really commend you on what you're doing. I commend you on uh, the breakthroughs that you've had, oh, you know, you. and and the many more that you're gonna have. So just keep going. Like I said, fight the good fight. Trust the process. Um, the things that you've accomplished already, I'm pretty sure that those can be some good stepping stones, building blocks, and confidence boosters. So whenever things aren't going the way you want them to go just always think back to these times when you did book think back to the times when you have these talks with people like myself you know what i mean and it's so liberating that to just hear it like you already know these things but just Mm -hmm. to hear it and and be in conversation like right now we're in church 
This is the gospel. Two or more people. You know what I mean? So think yeah. back to these times to let that propel you, to let that lift you up, to lift your spirits and just keep going. Because at the end of the day, you know, if you just keep going, mm-hmm. tomorrow could be the day. Yeah. That you could get everything you want. Not to say that you aren't getting having breakthroughs and successes, but you know, wherever you want to go, wherever your pinnacle is and your platform or where you want to be, it's coming. It's there for you. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I want my TV show. I want my TV show. I want a, either a Steve Harvey talk show type of thing or I want a late night talk show. And that's why I dress my show up the way, it, you know what I'm saying, I have because mm-hmm. I'm presenting it on what, what it's going to be. Yeah. So As gonna, you should. As you should. It might be episode 1000. I get that call. Hey, you ever think about bringing that to TV? You know what I mean? Or what? I don't know. It could be episode 1000. It could be episode 63 tomorrow on next week. You just never know, but you got to keep going. Yeah, that's very true. You keep going. God bless you. Love what you're doing. I'll always support. You know that. Been supporting before we even had this opportunity, right? So Yeah, before we could even meet each other. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have happened to the, during the pandemic. <laughs> right. Me and, and, you know, through social media, that that says a lot. It definitely, does. definitely. You're in, you're an inspiration. So keep <laughs> doing your show for sure. Keep doing that, and just keep being you. Ah, thank you so much. And thank before we go, oh no, Del Del had to have you. Had to have <laughs> you. It's a blessing for real, and I appreciate you coming on and, and lending me your time. So. Tell everybody where they can find you. They can check you out. Yeah, most definitely. Guys, follow me on Instagram at Amaje Hardy Jones. No spaces, no hyphens, just Amaje Hardy Jones across all social media platforms. You can follow me on Facebook, uh, Twitter. It's just Amaje Hardy. But, you know, a lot of my content is on Instagram and YouTube as well. Everything across the board. Amaje Hardy Jones. You can find me there. I'm pretty active. You guys can follow me along my journey. This has been a beautiful journey. Don't like to call acting a career. It's more of a journey. Yes, indeed. So I'm very excited to, you know, be on this platform, you know, just supporting people. It's really what life's all about. Lending an ear and lending service to other people. So I look forward to followers. You guys <laughs> can follow me on my journey or not. I don't mean, I'm not pressuring you. But um, right. I really appreciate you guys listening and tuning in and, Hopefully, you know, you found some inspiration and some, you know, something inspiring to take away. Yes. Yes. So everybody, listen, go out there, follow Amaje. Don't just go spying on her. See what she's doing. If you're going to go look at her profile, you might as well click the follow. If you yeah, go, might if, as well. Follow me. Yeah. If you, if you go check out her YouTube, you might as well hit that subscribe. Speaking <laughs> of subscribe, if you found some value in this show tonight, there is that subscribe button. <laughs> no well, pressure, but no. Well yes, but seriously though, if you guys find value in this, um, you want to continue getting the value that I bring on this show from people and good guests like Amaje, hit the subscribe button so you can continue getting this. That's it, you know? Um, yeah, and tell a friend. Share it, tell a friend, and come back again. I'm here every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube Live. Kicking it with cool card. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I want to thank Amaje for coming on the show and lending her time. We had a great, great conversation. We kicked it. Yes, we did. All right. Until next time, y'all, we are out. 
Peace and love. Amaje, can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Peace.